0: David here, your little ray of sunshine from Our House on Joy94.9. The Our House podcast is sponsored by Solarheart. It's not just Solar, it's Solarheart. For details, check out solarheart.com.au Welcome to our house, Joy 94.9's program about where and how we live in our diverse community. We will explore all aspects of real estate, but please seek professional advice before making financial decisions. It's a good my decision. Name, it is. My name is David <laughs> Gale. Who are you?
1: Hey, you. I'm Russ Masterton. Whether you're buying or selling, renting or sharing, upsizing or downsizing, or just thinking about where you'd like to live in this crazy, crazy GLBT real This is, I
0: should say, oh, the GLBT real estate show for you. How are you, David? Look, I'm okay, but Paul's away tonight. He's getting some rest so that he doesn't come down with the flu. Oh, get well, Paulie. We oh, miss no. you already. Who's oh, going to no. panel for us tonight? Well, I don't know. It's just on automatic at the moment. Okay, button um, here, a button there. Look, you know that there's one criteria for your music... And that it must have, this is what Paul normally says, and that it must have something to do with a house or home. And we look forward to your questions tonight that we will address on your show. So, have you got any house, housey type questions? I do. I've got, I'm full of them. Yeah, I know you Where are. Where do too. you live? What's your well, phone number? Well, you know, if you want to contact us, you can. Tonight we're going to be talking about renovation, which you're going to mention in a moment. But if you want to send a message, you can send it by email to onair at joy.org.au. What about if you want to phone up the gracious Gordon?
1: You would ring 1300 Joy 949. Gordon's out there waiting for your phone call as we speak.
0: And you know I'm single, so you can SMS me on... uh, No, sorry, you can SMS us here on Our House at 0427 Joy 949. Thank
1: you for that. You're yeah, not single for long, as they say. <laughs> it's a big fish pool of men and women out there. Okay. On tonight's show, we'll be talking to the lovely, the gorgeous, the sumptuous Sarah about her journey of renovation: the highs, the lows, and the rewards.
0: I would it, remember it's a ro- roller coaster until you pull into that final. But it would have stop.
1: been a rewarding experience for young Sarah. She oh, just knew how to yes. renovate. From she was born to renovate. That woman. Hey, have we got anything else on the show? Of course, we'll be looking at our current rates in the market. Marketplace and some of the sales over the past weekend in our rates check segment. Oh, I love it. And we will hear what's happening in days of our... (laughs) Learns. I know. It's not the same without no,
0: Paul, is it? it? You no, know, I miss you. Look, we're all here on a real estate journey uh, with you because we're not the experts in real estate. So we've decided to call them in and share their experience and knowledge together. Now, tonight, because Paul isn't here, I thought, what song are we going to listen to? And you know our opening theme. Our house. I love
1: it. So do I. You know, in the 70s and 80s, I would be on the disco dance floor with this song, thinking I was just a crazy, crazy kind of guy. You would have
0: been. And it was a little bit scar type of stuff, but it's, an, it's What's a What's the name song. of the group again? It's called Madness. Yeah. Oh, yes, Madness. We're God, having we a go. couple of their songs tonight. In fact, we're just having... No, 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 we've got a couple of different songs. They had songs. big trombones. And they certainly <laughs> did. And those tight, tight pants...
1: You're on our house. My name's Russ Masterton. I'm here tonight with David Gale and Sarah, and uh, this is our rates check segment,
0: our very favourite segment. Well, it's my favourite. I get I get into a bit of a, a moist. You get moist. Oh, with moist. This. Yes, You're you not, do. Uh, foaming, foaming almost. Foams.
1: Now it, it's interesting. We're all, well into February now, and uh, things are moving. Things are ha- ha- happening, but before we get into rates and and sales in the past week, yeah. I did a bit of research this week, David, and found out where the three suburbs in Melbourne, there are only three of them Mm. where it is cheaper to buy than rent.
0: So, what criterion is that about? Is that about repayments versus um, paying? You know the the rent instead sort of thing. Exactly,
1: exactly. So it's cheaper. How to does actually, that work? Um, well, it's cheaper to actually go into these suburbs. You actually would um, you would buy the property, mm-hmm. and your um, your mortgage repayments are going to be cheaper than what you would pay if you were renting in that same um, suburb.
0: So it's cheaper to buy buy than rent. Exactly right.
1: Okay, and you're not going to believe, and of course you're that.
0: going to own the place, so you'll get capital appreciation over time. Absolutely,
1: so but you're not going to believe where these burbs are. I was a bit shocked. I thought they idea. were, are I they thought they like were going to be far
0: flung. In,
1: oh, I thought they were going to be in Narry Warren. And They're usually
0: in Geelong, are
1: Mount Waverley, or Geelong. you know, or um, where else? Um, Point Lonsdale. Oh, I don't know. I thought they were going to be all over the
0: place. Well, but so I got Sarah in a little bit early, but Sarah, where do you think these suburbs would be?
2: Well, I think they might be in places where uh, the rental, um, you, you know, closer, possibly closer to the city.
0: Tick. So high rent, high tick. rent areas. Mm. Well done, Sarah. High rent. Yeah, places
2: that are close to public transport. Tick, tick. Um, <gasps> yep, and ease of access to your job.
0: So tick, tick, tick. High, high rent. Who is this public girl? Transport. I can't well, well, believe how knowledgeable there she is. Soon, but like, tell okay. Us, okay, what are the three suburbs? Where Drum Drumroll?
1: Docklands. Is yeah, that a surprise out. to
0: anybody? Docklands. Docklands. Yes. Cheaper to
1: cheaper to buy than rent. A- absolutely. Next favorite, Abbotsford.
0: Now wow. that's a shock, isn't it?
1: It is a shock to me. I mean, if you're into the Laird...
0: That's an inner-city gay burb, And gay, When is. we were doing gayberhoods, that if was If there's one feature.
1: gayberhood I'd like to live in is Abbotsford, and it Ooh. all goes off there with the Laird Hotel and and uh, that Victoria Street with all yep. of those um, beautiful restaurants down there. But Cheaper
0: it's, to buy than rent.
1: It's cheaper to buy in Abbotsford than to rent. And the last one, which I would imagine would be a huge favourite for all of those Carlton fans. Go, Blue Boys! Carlton, cheaper to buy than rent in Carlton.
2: Yeah, I'm not surprised to hear that. You're
1: nodding your head. You know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: So the rents in those three suburbs must be extraordinarily high in order for it to be a cheaper proposition to buy. Mm.
2: Uh, or people have held on to those houses for a bit longer, and there's less on the market, and mm. you know that sort of thing. I don't know. It's interesting, but I think um I
1: was surprised. I, I actually, I, 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 I was really happy that you had put one, two, and three together that they are in city suburbs. Um, I was fascinated by that because when I first started reading the article, I thought, "Oh yeah, where are you going to be? Twenty k's from the city." But you um, switched onto that very quickly. Yeah, so no, out of it. You know, you want so to live in inner city and you want to buy. It's
0: they're going the, to be cheaper to buy in the, the suburbs. Than Hey, tell us about um, the auction results. Oh, hang on, rates. rates, rates first. Okay,
1: rates as we know it, yes, are not moving much these days. They're 3. very 5. stable. 9. I can't believe it. And and the Reserve Bank doesn't seem to want to um, uh, do anything with inflation other than keep these um, rents low, rate rates low, I should say. So we've got a lot of three point fives this week. We've mm-hmm. got um, the Greater Bank. Uh, unlimited home loan. We've got state custodians who come in every now and then, yep. and we've got um, New Newcastle Permanent Building Society. There's a new one we have. What are had they Newcastle. all? Three point five nine. They're all point three five three point five nine. Yep. HSBC. Um, we see them in quite a yep. bit. They're three point seven five. Uh, of the big banks, um, as always, NAB's in there three point nine eight. I was under four say percent. Yep. It's interesting with NAB because only six weeks ago, and that was over that um, Christmas break, they were down at um, three point five mark. Yeah, no, so I asked the question. You know, the, at that over that uh, Christmas New Year period, is that a time when people aren't looking to buy, and so they're trying to um, keep their um, housing sales up, so they reduce those rates to, um, you know, three point seven five, so they um, they can attract more customers. Is that
0: the well? You know, we were talking about some movements independent of the RBA decisions, and they're sort of uh, keeping their margins. Well, they're tightening up their margins there, and they're mm-hmm. just. Nothing better than a tight margin. Well, exactly.
1: Um, But most of these um, banks only want you to have uh, a 10% deposit. Um,
0: It really is... Uh, Yeah, well, the big four banks, you can get 95% finance or, you know... um, And also... Um, those rates are usually for first-home buyers. Mm-hmm. So the first time you're buying, uh, if you're, you know, selling a place and buying another one, you'll pay a little bit more. You know, it might be half a percent or something. So you're looking at, it, oh, 4.45, mm. which is not really that bad, actually. There's still historic lows. I mean,
1: times have changed. Uh, you can borrow up to 90% of your home loan now. When I 95. When I first started looking um, 15 years ago now, um, they wouldn't. Have, no one would have a bar of me. It was but
0: remember, if you pay, if you're borrowing more than 80%, you would Pay mortgage insurance as well, Absolutely. and that can be anything from five to ten thousand dollars on top, and that goes on to mm-hmm. your loan.
1: That's right, Sarah. Do you um, mm. do you own or, or and have a mortgage or?
2: Yes, I own and I have a mortgage. Yep.
1: Okay, both yes to both of those. And is your um, if you don't mind answering these questions, are you on a fixed or a variable? Or? No,
0: I left it at variable.
1: Very good, very good.
0: Mm-hmm. Right in that wave down
1: yourself, David. Now, are you on a fixed or a well, variable?
0: I've got a couple of fixed loans. Okay, so you know that's something I I chose myself. But you know you've got to look at your own circumstances and talk to your mortgage broker. By the way, we will be talking to somebody in finance next week. But anyway, more about that later. Okay, this week's auction summary. Results. Now,
1: would you believe it? We're Tops back. And we are back. 870 auctions oh, yes. in Melbourne last weekend. So mm. we are well back from the 14 that we had on Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. Um, this time last year, there was a 953 auctions. But this year, we have a 79% clearance. 564 of these houses were sold at auction. 120 were sold before auction. Wow. Which is pretty good. Be um, happy. 186 were paid in and we had 306 private sales and you know what's happening every week the private sales are going up 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 which i find very interesting and
0: that's not including you know like sold before because that's before auction so they were intentions for auctions so this is actual just private sales and i've done private sales myself before in the past you don't always have to have an auction but once again seek professional advice You know, get a few different agents, talk to Mm. them, see what their approaches are. And, you know, you've got to make decisions along those lines rather than, oh, you know, should I do this or that? And, you know, different areas will command different prices.
1: Well, sales highlights this week. Yeah. Mm. Tops and bottoms. Canterbury. That's the top. The Archbishop of Canterbury. That was the most expensive house we had for the week, $4,200,000. Who wants to move to Canterbury? What street was that in?
0: Was it in that the was Golden in Victoria
1: Mile? Avenue, Canterbury, oh, which is the beautiful. Golden Mile. It's gorgeous, yeah. absolutely gorgeous. It runs
0: gorgeous. off Mont Albert Road.
1: The other tops were all well above $3.5 and, and we've got um, Huntington Road, Brighton. We've got Dank Street, Albert Park. God, that's Ooh, a beautiful yeah. suburb, Albert Park. Yeah. Love it to bits. And Middle Park. Black Street in Brighton. Yeah. Uh, and then another one in Canterbury. So Canterbury's the flavour of the month as far as the top housing sales. Yeah. Your top flats at the moment are currently in uh, Brighton East. Burr, Morris. St Kilda West, East St Kilda East Brighton or Brighton
0: Well they'd be actually apartments because they're too That's expensive right. to be flats
1: well, And the, and the <laughs> most expensive the most expensive high end top flat for the week was 2320000 in East Brighton Whoa. and the lowest high for the week was um, in Brighton as well, in, in Williamsby Avenue Brighton. Now the low bargain houses, are you looking for a bottom Sarah?
0: Not really. No, okay. Hmm. What, what sort of bargain was that?
1: Well the bottom this week. We've started off with the, the best deal for the week was in Norlane, which is a suburb of Geelong. Hi, Paul! Yeah.
2: And 15, <laughs> it's on the way in, isn't it?
1: That's right. 15 Waltergrove. Grove, you're quite right, in Norlane for $256,000. Um,
0: now, I noticed that there was a house in Sunbury in the bottoms. Oh,
1: you and your bottoms. You just love your bottoms, yeah, well, don't you? you know. Dirty boy. Um, so... <laughs>
0: How much was this house?
1: Okay, the bargain flats for the week.
0: No, uh, there was a house. There okay, was a there's house a site. bargain
1: house. Do, ex- do excuse me. The bargain um, house for the week that you liked is 16 Davies Court Sunbury for $300,000.
0: And that was actually um, three bedrooms. There was actually a double um, garage as well.
1: Would you the live in Sunbury? like crap. Would you, you live in like Sunbury? No, I wouldn't. Would you live in Sunbury, Sarah?
2: No, it wouldn't be an area I would want to live in. But no.
0: 300000 you know, yeah. you get a, a foot in the door, you might many work bedroom's out the way. What, uh, I think it was three bedrooms. Yeah. Uh, what if you worked at the airport? Well, that would be that's a great right. I
2: mean... Living in it or investment property, maybe two different decisions.
0: Yeah, true. exactly right. And you could live in that and then build up the garden because there is no garden; it's just grass, but um, it was very green grass.
1: So. But what I like, what I like about these bargain houses, and I, I like about it every week, is the prices. I mean, a house for in Norlane for two hundred and fifty-six thousand dollars, Sunbury three hundred thousand dollars, Melton South three twenty grand.
0: Sarah, what was the cheapest house last year in? I th- well, I think two thousand and sixteen.
2: Yeah, I think it was in Dallas.
0: That's right. It was in Dallas. And
2: I think it was. Um, just a bit over 300000 It was three bedrooms yep. weatherboard. the But if you looked at the photos, it was it completely looked livable. looked quite nice. Gorgeous it, yeah. veranda. Yeah, it looked really nice nice. veranda to sit out on. And um, one is of those just of, um, places Fortescue. that, interestingly, they did say the rent would pay for the mortgage for you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, we've got to wind up the rates check segment pretty soon. So the cheapest apartments or flats, because the expensive ones are apartments, the cheap ones are flats.
1: Okay, so we have flats in yes. Maribyrnong. Mm-hmm. Glenroy, Williamstown Werribee and Paran
0: Now the Paran one, I had a quick look at it It was 293000 One bedroom, one bathroom, one car Brand new Love Or it. if it wasn't new, it was, might have been That's a gay or so And in fact it had views of the city as well
1: It's a gay bird, as is Williamstown Williamstown's gorgeous
0: Well it is Now that is our rates check segment for this week
1: Hi, come on into our house On Joy 94.9
0: Well, you are in our house, aren't you? What what, what are we doing tonight, Uh, Russ? We've had Sarah just talking. I think you should formally introduce Sarah.
1: Well, you're on our house, Join 94.9, and we have the lovely, gorgeous Sarah in with us tonight. Now, Sarah is a professional girl. She's Melbourne-based, has lived here all of her life, except for a couple of stints in Gay Paris, where she she found her roots. Gay Paris. And um, these days, however, she is northern suburb-based and we are very lucky to have her on the show tonight to talk about some renos she did at home. Welcome, Sarah. Hello,
0: boys. How are we? So, we look really good. We're, we're looking for the personal side of mm. renovating. Now, we can talk to people that do renovations uh, professionally, and hopefully we'll have somebody that has done that, uh, you know, that might be a builder or a designer or something like that. They might want to SMSs here at the show. But you've been through the personal um, uh, trials and tribulations. We talk about the the highs and the lows, the whole mm-hmm. roller coaster, yep. until you finally come into that last moment at the end of the roller coaster, and you go, "It's done." So yep. we're here to find out about your story. Now,
3: mm.
0: I suppose it really started off with you buying this house in the northern suburbs,
2: inner north. Yes, I bought in the inner north after looking for about a year. It took that
0: long, yeah? Yep. Now, did you know you mm -hmm. wanted
1: to live there?
2: Uh, Where I ended up buying was not where I started looking. Mm -hmm. Um, I moved from sort of Clifton Hill area across to um, Brunswick.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. I knew – I remember your flat – in Clifton um, Hill, and it was a gorgeous um, setting, looking out over a park there. Mm. Um, oh, so I understand. I understand that that cl- moving to Brunswick was was not an area you wanted to move in, but mm. but you love it there now. It's 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 really turned into a funky place, and you think it's, it's
2: fantastic. Well, Brunswick's changed a lot um, since I bought there. But interestingly, the house that I bought uh, probably cost me less than what the owner wanted for the apartment that I was renting. Ah.
1: Get out of it. So uh, So you you bought it at the right time? Yeah. And did you, when you walked in there and you saw it, you thought, did you think this is the place for me or did you think I'm going to have to roll my sleeves up and get dirty here and actually do a few renos when I arrive? Probably both. Probably Um, both, yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I had been looking for quite a while, so I had a pretty, and I'd bid it on some other properties, and this particular house was being, was a private sale, no Mm. auction, um, and um, so I negotiated directly with, with the agencies t- to purchase the property. And
1: as a single gal, did you do that
0: by yourself? I or did it, you I
2: felt the fear and did it anyway. Yeah.
1: Wow.
0: Now did I'm you loving already, your work. Uh, just out of interest, did you already have um, approval for finance?
2: I did. So what I did um, back then, because um, I didn't have much... Um, Capital. You know, I didn't have a big base. Hmm. When when you start out, you don't have much of a base. Um So, I went through a mortgage broker and um, I was very, very glad I did because I had a fantastic person to deal with Um, and, uh, you know, she worked to get me, you know, pre-approval for for my loan. Mm. So, I was absolutely confident when I started talking about, you know, buying a place, what I had up my sleeve.
0: And that's something that we talk about on this show is finding out what you can borrow and by going to a mortgage broker we do harp on about it but it's a good place to start so that you can know what you're going to be able to buy. Always
1: use a professional. Well, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, you went and bought this place and you're going, okay, well, I've got to roll up my sleeves, I've got to get into it. Were there any surprises that you found in this place at all?
2: Well, you, I suppose there were. I mean, there always are. I mean, the house I bought was is old mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's a sort of um, very, Small um, Victorian workers' cottage. It's probably, you know, Brunswick's a very old area, so you know, you've got some very old little streets with terraces. Um, The one I'm in, most of the houses were probably built in around 1860 to 1890. A bit of character. Old houses always have surprises. You think things are going to look simple and they're never. I have a feeling (laughs) there was a bit
0: of a surprise in the bathroom.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, so Mm. the bathroom was not a highlight of the house. The kitchen and bathroom were not good, but they were livable. Yeah. So that was my criteria. I had to be able to live in it. I didn't want to, um, you know, I wanted to renovate while I was living in the house. So. So, um, there were a few surprises. The bathroom was one of them. Um, You you do your pre-inspection, but you don't necessarily test, you don't necessarily strip off with the real estate agent being present, fill the spa (laughs) and press the button and, and try that out. So, and the spa, of course, doesn't run unless you fill it. So... Raced home in my first fortnight in my new abode. Excited. Very excited. Had a fantastic, fantastic bottle of wine. A lovely
1: lady over and a couple Beautiful of bottles of champagne. music on yeah. and, yeah, yeah, hop, yeah, yeah. you know,
2: put the spa on and the blasted thing didn't work. Oh. Oh. So, you know, one of the first things I did outlay was to get a new spa pump. Now, did you put that, that in
0: yourself, though? I love this I'm just girl. thinking that would have been an original spa from the 1890s I don't when think the house so, I don't, no. I don't know, Dol. Oh, they've I don't know. updated that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sounds like something that was bought. during those. It was those probably
2: put in in the 90s, 80s yeah, or
1: 90s. 80s or 90s, so. 90s at those swingers parties they had in Brunswick. Oh, now, back yeah. to you, though. Mm. Did you did you um, put that pump in yourself or did you get a plumber in?
2: Well, I found out all about spa pumps because mm. I'm a bit of a curious girl, so I like to find out about what I'm doing. So I did all my research on spa pumps and i found one that was very energy efficient and um you know it heated the water uses used used its own mechanical energy uh to heat water as well as electricity and so i put one of those in and it was fantastic it never let me down and then when i renovated the bathroom i actually took the spa out completely Mm. got rid of it but i've kept the spa pump because i figure i might (laughs) use it on another spa look you You never know it's on a shelf in storage. Well,
1: you know, you want you to be know. able to say I did this once. Yeah. You can get
0: one of those exciting kitchen appliances which we can't rem- mention the name of that everybody seems to have and they spend, you know, a couple of grand on these particular kitchen Do appliances, they? yes. And you could actually turbo boost it with that spa pump.
2: Well, I think you'd be talking about a Thermomix, wouldn't you? <gasps>
0: Uh, you know i might be talking about a particular kitchen appliance but i'm just talking about a supercharged one and yeah. now listen you, sarah when we food all over the place
1: <laughs> when we when you arrived in brunswick mm. what color was the carpet
2: well the house was dated i mean no. that was it was it, they, it the owners rental, had yeah. done something to you know to prepare it for sale but it was a sort of a an ice cream lick effort um so basically the i can remember when i moved in having to clean everything back you know mm. with Sugar soap, or whatever else, and yep. had a girlfriend around to help me clean the kitchen because it had been a rental for a long period of time, mm. so yep. and it hadn't been all that well looked after. Um, but, you know, I knew straight away I could do things to it. You know, it was – I had a building inspection, very important. Yeah. Yep. Um, knew exactly what was right, what was wrong with the house. And I used that in my negotiation with the agent. And if where he, did
1: you find your building inspector? Because is this –
2: Online. It, okay. I went online and yep. I actually found a woman to do it for me. I wanted a girl look, not a boy look. Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> no. no, that's um, not And she was fantastic. And, I um, often
1: – well, for me personally, I, would, I don't know why this is, but um, for a um, – a mortgage broker or a building inspector, I, I I would trust a woman more. I have no idea why that well, is. Well, we've had but a, a I an electrician on, yep, we've had yep. a
0: plumber on, and you've actually uh, maintained how you'd like to deal with a female um, in in that's, that that. I just don't find it's to do yeah. with your internalized homophobia, Russ. But, but well, that's another that, show. Yes, we're not we're, going to have yeah. that show. anyway. She anyway, was uh, she was amazing. She was a fully
2: qualified builder, <laughs> yeah. and she did the report, so I knew what I was up. to. You know, in for.
0: So you were calling in the professionals. So I was
2: fully informed before I knew, and so I was able to use that information very effectively in, in you know, making my offer as well. I think yeah. it was well worth spending the money.
0: Look, if you've got any questions that you might want to ask, um, by all means, send in a message to zero four two seven joy nine four nine. Maybe you've got um, uh, maybe a horror story from your own renovation oh, or something that you know. You've, has been puzzling you for a while, um, maybe we can have a little look at that. But please send us a message on 427 join 949 And we're going to be back in a moment.
2: The kettle's on. You're listening to Our House.
1: That's right, everybody. You're listening to Our House with Russ and David Gale. Our guest
0: tonight is the lovely Sarah. It certainly is. What, are you going to have a little bovril or maybe a, a cocoa, a hot cocoa? Oh, a bit late oh. for a coffee with the kettle on? No, Bye. I'll have a hollicks. What about a Hollocks? Okay. There's nothing wrong with a bollocks. Horlicks.
1: Goodness me. I thought you me. said
0: bollocks first. Bob. But anyway.
1: <laughs> Look, we have had a donation. Moving on from a, a cup of tea or a, yeah. a milk. We've had a donation and I am so excited about this donation. Andrew from Bandura, you are my kind of man. You have just donated 500 smackaroos to Joy 94.9 and we cannot thank you enough. We love new Joy members. You're a joyster through and through. Look, That and also we want to thank keeps you enough. on air, doesn't it? It he does us on air
0: and you know what? That would have last week got him 100 entries but who cares about that competition? We've, We've, moved, like on, moved, We've on.
1: moved on. And now, another SMS, David. I can't believe yeah, it.
0: Look, I just want to um, mention this because Michael has sent in an SMS. He's asking Sarah, how much did the building inspection cost?
2: Well, I think I paid around five hundred at the time, uh, and yeah. I think you know just get a good quote um, before you have the person um you know come to the house. Mm-hmm. And
0: the thing is most of us are talking about buying places, well anything from the cheapest, uh, you know three hundred thousand dollars through to whatever that we can afford. Mm. We might be buying a second place, you know, and selling our old place. Mm. A building inspection of $500 is a pittance in comparison to...
2: Well, if you know, it's a pittance to if you have a major problem exactly. at, after you've purchased. And, so on a
0: $500,000 $500, home, it's 1000 It's
2: nothing.
1: I've got some friends that are currently um, building a house in Doreen. Yeah. And they um, had their slab put down the other day and the guys who um are building their house and put down the slab they forgot to put in the second toilet Oops. and the um housing inspector was the person who found the fact that the um second toilet hadn't been hadn't been put in and they had to smash up the um yeah,
0: they uh, had to put the pipes in
1: yeah and and redo it because they'd forgotten to put in the second toilet silly wow. buggers they're not enjoying the um, building experience either. But well, you, on the other hand, renovator no of the concrete year. concrete
2: slab.
0: Just reminds no. <laughs> me, if they were listening at the moment, they'd probably send that um, horror story in to us on 0427 Joy 949. We love a
1: horror story when it comes to house building. Sarah, after you did the bathroom, what was the next room in your house you decided to tackle?
2: Well, actually, the bathroom kind of has been more recent. Um, so I did a lot of other things to start off with. So, I mean, essentially, the whole house has has been... The the decor was pretty tragic. It was sort of khaki green and peach in the sort of Victorian sort of arches and things. And, and you was, are
1: so not a peach kind of girl, I'm not a really
2: a peach khaki, sort of sagey, greeny walls kind of a girl.
0: Now, funny you should mention those colours because... Mm. Um, are they in again? Well, no, I don't think they're trending at the moment. I don't
2: think they ever
1: but were, were they? <laughs> if
0: you could give one piece of advice to mm. everybody about approaching a home renovation... What would that be?
2: Well, I think one of the first things I did was I found a really good colourist um, to come and spend some time with me and talk with me about what I had envisaged for the house. So I wanted it to be retaining its heritage kind of qualities. I didn't want to make it, um, you know, strip it back to some sort of modern sort of architectural feel. I wanted it to be a a little cottage. Yeah. Um, But I didn't want it to be... Uh, I wanted it to be a contemporary interpretation of traditional theme was what I was going for. So she helped me pick a colour scheme for every surface in the house.
1: Friend or um, a no, professional? a professional yep. person,
2: yep. again, paid for the service yep. and um, provided me with the full, you know, um, everything detailed in writing and all the colour cards and everything. And not
1: something that you'd have to challenge yourself with straight away no, by going into every room? No, but
2: everything from the front door colour, which I had already picked, but we sort of went from there. So Wonderful. Well, you yeah. know,
0: that's interesting advice because other people might say, oh, you know, you should be maybe checking the wiring or whatever. But you've gone, your starting point and your best piece of advice is get a colourist to choose the theme and that way and you're going to approach to your it renovation. Because
2: when, when you're doing things like a bathroom and a kitchen, the first things you've got to be doing is picking tiles, mm-hmm. cabinetry, handles. Everything's got to fit with a theme. And if you don't know what your colour scheme is, well then – so for me it was actually easy because I took my colour cards and I knew exactly what I wanted
0: very quickly. See, the other thing is you haven't – you've done this over a period of time Mm. and, uh, you know, I don't know whether everybody realises but, you know, a lot of people would say, okay, we're going to renovate all these rooms, we'll get it all done together, we'll get an architect in or a designer in and we'll choose – Everything with them, and then they go in and do it. But Mm. you know, a lot of us, you know, we can't afford to do that sort Mm. of thing. The big bang, and it's much easier to do a little bit at a time, progressively. So that's what
2: I've done: is I've budgeted for it. I've I've been able to do it in stages, and and over ten
0: years. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Russ mentioned uh, the order that you've done it in. So you started off with.
2: Well, I started um, <laughs> with some basics, like, you know, things like um, that you have to do, like heating. <laughs> Pretty important <laughs> um, in a Melbourne you know, winter. And what yeah. did you do
1: with the heating? Was it a, um, a, a gas heater? Yeah, or I put
2: it? in a massive gas fireplace yep. um, in, the, in the living space that heats the whole house and a small panel heater in my front room, which kind of just takes the... I don't. I mean, different strokes of different folks. But I didn't. I don't like um, those old
1: houses are freezing. I I know mine in Richmond is. It
2: yeah, so you've got to have a real source of down. warmth in yeah. a in a Victorian cottage. Absolutely. Um, you know, they're very nice in summer. You know, really because they stay cool. But once in winter, they can be quite cool. Um, and so, yeah, the first thing I did was actually heating, and then looking at things like structural stuff, like I suppose hot water systems and and, you know, um, all the basics to make sure I had an electrician come through and check all the wiring. Where did you
1: pick your tradies from?
2: Uh, some word of mouth and, um, you know, good recommendations, and some I've just um, got quotes. I always get quotes, um, two or three quotes, and it's a, it's a matter of who I feel I can work with, and the cheapest quote's not always the best quote.
1: No, no that's um, right.
2: You know, so... Um, and you know, I, like, I, I
1: like the fact that you said that because you it's more about peace of mind isn't it rather than rather than getting somebody in there because they said they do it for xyz dollars and you know you've saved all of that money to make these renovations, so it's it's really important every dollar to you that, has to count yeah yeah it's yeah. really important so, to you that it's done properly, yeah, that's right. I remember you basically said um to me um a few days ago when we were talking about you coming on the show that you said that um the magic number for you was two thousand yeah
2: I, I i for a number of years, every time I had to do something, it was a couple of thousand, you know yeah. the heat that's two thousand, you know. Um, and was that your budget or it just... It's a, just what the quotes just seem to come in at for yeah. various bits and pieces, you know. Uh, so I had a bit of a joke going that when I quoted, got quotes for things, I, I, I sort of would say, I'd open it up and go, "Wow, what a surprise. It's $2,000. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: love
1: it. <laughs> what about Pride of Joy? What's Out of all the renovations you've done, which which um, room or, or piece do you walk past every day and you think, God, I love that?
2: look, I really love... I do admit I love the colour scheme. Um, I love the bathroom um, because the bathroom ultimately fell to pieces. Um, It had been a a self-done home, you know, reno, not a professional Uh, job. And so when it got to the stage where the tiles were starting to fall off the walls and the taps were leaking and um, the toilet stopped flushing properly. That's when (laughs) I kind of gutted it um, and I was ready to do that. And that had to be gutted right back to the studs. Everything had to go. So, you know, there's nothing in that room that was, you know, remains other than, um, you know, the original sort of Victorian bricks sitting behind it.
1: Were you living there at the time? you, Yes, I lived
2: (laughs) right through it, so...
0: You know, things like studs, I, you know, I, don't, I know about certain studs, but certainly not the sort that you're talking about. So mm. this has been a big no learning can. experience for you as well.
2: Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm quite practical, I suppose. Um, and having lived in the house, you know, for the amount of time that I had, the house kind of tells you what it what you know its story and all about it but i must say when they ripped off all the old victorian plaster in the bathroom and it revealed the history of the house and that there'd been doors and windows there and wow you know you know that that was pretty amazing for me to see um yeah but covered up now with lovely new plaster and lovely you know um, two meter high tiles so
0: wow yeah pretty amazing stuff it's a, a journey of discovery and we're talking with sarah we'll be back with her in just a few moments Sands through the hourglass,
3: so are the days of our
0: lands. Lance. Are you there I think are you there, Lance?
3: Hello Lance.
0: How are you this week? what's what's been happening this week in the days of our lands
3: well, um, the slow, uh, just progress, uh, pro- process of, um, I think, just sorting out um, paperwork and all that sort of thing. Oh. Um, and uh, just, yeah, I've just emptied out four drawers, which I want to get rid of, a set of drawers, and putting them into a filing cabinet, which I want to take with me. And, uh, yes, so uh,
1: well, you'll be pleased to um, hear, Lance, that the market's back and um, auctions are right back up again. So there'll be lots of properties for you to choose from in the um, the, <coughs> the Collingwood, Abbotsford area. And what was really interesting that we found out today was it's cheaper to buy in Abbotsford than to rent there. So you'll have to buy a place in Abbotsford. Yes, that's what I, I was very
3: uh, interested in hearing that. Um, yes, I uh, had a uh, an estate agent uh, value the place I've got at the moment um, and uh, How
0: long, I how long ago to, did he value that?
3: I think about 12 months ago yeah. and I got a phone call about six months later saying that it would have increased by about $60,000 but uh, I just happened to walk down the street and this car walk went past with a guy in it and he, he called out to me and I, said, I, I didn't know who he was at first and well, said, I was oh, going to say, it me. sounds
0: like just some hot man looking at Lance going yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> Who was I it?
3: Goes really fast, unfortunately, but um, but <laughs> anyway, yeah, estate agent, and uh, well, sorry, it was the estate agent that made my place, and he said, "Look, he said, I think you probably get a should get close to six hundred thousand for it now." So. so, look, I'm not, I'm not expecting anything. I just take it as it take it as it comes.
0: Yeah. What What was the valuation before twelve months ago that he thought? Uh.
3: Around 420, prices shot up, and about six months later, he said it was about you'd get another 60000 for it.
0: And now you're uh, up to about 600000 So the prices in Frankston must be on the move.
3: Well, yeah, North Frankston in particular, apparently. Um, uh-huh. I'm not in North Frankston, I'm in Central. He said the location is what will give you the higher price. But yeah, North Frankston. North Frankston is a housing commission area. But um, yeah, apparently they're they're increasing there quite rapidly. So that's a good thing for people in Princeton North.
0: Right. Oh, well, that's great news. And also, you've been emptying out the garage still.
3: I've had a friend who is wrecked. He it was like a kid in a in a in a in a lolly shop. Um, she <laughs> saw all of the steel and machinery that my father had accumulated over the mm-hmm. years. Oh, he said, oh, he, oh, I could do things with that. So. Um, He wants to clean that out, so that'll
0: be fantastic. All right. Well, that's good to hear. Look, we'll be talking to you again in a couple of weeks' time, and as always, it's great to hear from you, Lance. Thank you very much.
3: Thank you very much, David. And we'll talk to
0: you soon. See you, Lance. Thank you.
3: Thanks. Bye. You're at
2: home with David, Russ and Paul on Our House.
1: You most certainly are. You're on Our House with David Gale, Russ Masterton, and our special guest tonight, Sarah.
0: Time um, is flying. It
1: is. It always goes quickly on our house. We've had another message in from uh, one of our Joy members, tell. and it's from Brad. And Brad, he says it's not really a horror story, but. From his point of view, his boyfriend may disagree. What he's done is he recently purchased a bush shack, and it's yes, it's basic and it needs a lot of love. But with no mains power or running water, the boyfriend thinks he's completely mad. But I think that sounds like a a little um, a little. Piece of heaven in the middle of nowhere. I'd always want to have a bush, bush shack somewhere.
0: Well, he also, says, he also yeah. says one day it'll be nice and snug, though. And I think that's true. And there with his boyfriend, it will be snug anyway. Um, look, you know, when I was a kid, we used to have a holiday house down at Phillip Island. There was no power. We had um, kerosene lamps. This is back in the the eighteen seventies. Um, there were kerosene lamps. We had Your a kerosene poor old re- thing. Re- we had a kerosene refrigerator. Back in those days, we had an LP gas um, bottle uh, bottle for the the, yep. um, the cooker. And still you still know, do
2: down at Phillip Island. Well, well
0: we a had, a, pre- f- yeah, we had a prefab.
1: We had a prefab down at Port Arlington. God, but, it was fun. But in the end, you Love know, with prefab. solar panels,
0: <laughs> solar panels, and rainwater that you collect yourself. Yep. You know, I mean, that's actually the way of the future, not the past. Correct. So correct, it sounds like a goodbye yeah. that you've got there, Brad.
1: Well, I think any investment is a good investment. Mm. So you make that check
0: gorgeous. I'm sure it will be, and nice and snug. Now, Sarah, um, that wasn't a horror story, but did you have any stories about your renovation that went either skew if or just turned out much better than you expected?
2: I don't think I've ever had any major dramas. I mean, I think every time, though, you you do something, you know, you, you do have to be a bit realistic about, what can go wrong? You're very level-headed, though. You um, would have done your homework beforehand. I do a lot of pre-prep and make sure I've, I'm pretty much across what's happening and, um, you know, do my research. And um, generally, I've been pretty good. I mean, the low points are probably things like having to use portaloos out on the street. I mean, that was pretty oh, yeah. degrading to have to go out a of a morning. Have you been in one of those? And uh, <laughs> saying good morning to your neighbours as you popped into your portaloo. That's right. Morning, Beryl. Oh, yeah, just just taking the daily morning dump. Morning, ablution. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that, you know, that's, you know. Do you have probably. to
0: clean your own portal? No,
2: they take it all away. Oh,
0: fantastic. <laughs> On a daily fact, basis? To or? be honest, it
2: was much better than I, a modern portaloo is really quite something. Have you something. seen them? Yeah, they're fantastic. They come with little hand basins where you wash your hands. Right. And oh. Did you shower in there or did no, you go to to No, I went to, to a shower. girlfriend's house to do that. She okay. was very kind. Right. Shout out to my friend Suzanne who let me use her beautiful bathroom in her house.
1: Have you polished mm. the boards or carpeted the... Um yeah,
2: look, one of the big jobs was the front bedroom. Yes. Um, so, this is actually quite funny but um, underneath the salmon pink carpet, there were 1969 uh, vinyl floor tiles yeah, lovely. Yes. stuck to some backboard and I've underneath that, there was this sort of congealed black rubbery gunge and underneath that was original newspapers from 1969. Oh, how wonderful. Wow. And underneath the newspapers were the original Victorian Floorboards. So that How took exciting. me days to get that up. Um, but yes, that that all happened, and I must admit, I did enjoy reading the newspapers because there were some. I got the employment ad section in one case. What did yeah. you go for? Well, it was just it was just the ads were so gender specific about were whether that? they want that they wanted a oh, male. Of course. And, you know, and you know, all of that sort of thing. Looking for Those a young man. Those were the days man. you could drink and I mean, smoke at work. You know, Catholics need not Good apply. Or whatever Catholics it is, you know.
0: Need, oh no. there was, well, there was... I suppose it would have been a historic thing because, of course, you know that would have been many years before you were even born.
2: Oh well, it was just hysterical to see it, David.
0: Yeah. Yes, it was.
2: Uh, what well, was it before I was born?
0: Of course, it was. Probably
2: Sarah. It was. Uh, look, but you know, they were very funny any, to read.
1: Did you um, do any gardening or wallpapering?
2: No wallpapering. Um, one of the hideous jobs was carting out um, lots of soil from the back courtyard, though, which had built up over time. So the whole garden's been redone. So it's a very lush green little inner city lung at the moment. It's very beautiful. How lovely. Now,
0: you know that I'm often concerned about the rates, the prices of things, budget. Budget is very important. And Mm. as you've spread this over a period of time, um, how did you source and, you know, how did you work out budgets and things like that? I
2: always paid cash. To be honest, I saved up and paid cash. So I I haven't increased my mortgage at all. Um, Which would be the
0: temptation if you want it and you want it now. But uh, now it would be a
2: different matter because the house has gone up in value. So, you know, I think part of you you'd be careful that you don't overcapitalise on something. But really, in the inner city, over the 10 years that I've been there, the house values have gone up so much. It'd be hard to overcapitalise. Did but you
0: also have the $2,000 rule? Can you tell us about that?
2: The $2,000 rule? I Was that what we talked about
0: We've before? We've talked about that. <laughs> 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 Maybe I was looking for the I theme know, to take yeah. <laughs> of our land. <laughs> you well you were. But, 000, but it was a, it's a, good, rule, it's a good rule. I, it's a good I rule. figure
2: it as long important. as I get quotes yeah. for everything, and I have, and you know, I, I look, I, I'm pretty clear. I haven't gone over budget.
1: Now, I, um, at your place sounds like heaven, but what I really like about the fact is, um, um, you know, you're a real catcher. A single woman with level, level Ooh, head on and her power shoulders. power tools, But baby. you've done all of this, by <laughs> 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 Yes. That <It's> reminds <laughs> me of a story one day. You said when you had that tradesman come in one day.
2: Oh, which one was that?
1: When you left something <laughs> on the <back. laughs>
2: oh, left Somebody left a power tool out when they shouldn't have. That's <laughs> naughty, isn't it? <laughs> See, that's a really good piece of advice, Russ, that You're you should achieved. always make sure you, after you finish with your tools that you clean them up and you put them away.
1: Yeah, you You're don't even, want them left
0: anywhere. No. You're even no. more of a catch because I know for a fact that you've got a spare pump as well.
2: I have a spare spa
0: pump. And yeah. two
1: children, two fur kids.
2: And two fur yeah. kids that live yeah. in the house. Yeah. So we've
0: talked about budget, we've talked about learning things and also living through the renovation and just adding things on. So... Really, um, it, it sounds like quite a journey, but, you know, what what personal satisfaction do you get?
2: A huge satisfaction that um, I own more of the house than the bank.
3: <laughs> well, that's good. Um,
2: a, a lot of satisfaction that I've created my own space and it's a reflection of me and how I want to be and how I want to live. And it's my home. I come home, shut the door and, you know, if I want to put a picture up on the wall um, anywhere I want to, I can. I don't have to pick up and speak to a you know, uh, a landlord and get permission to do anything. Um, It's just really nice feeling of, of, of stability and security for me to have my own little nest... You know, in the inner city, and it's been a great base to do stuff from. Was know? there
1: anything that you did that you thought, oh, this is too big for me? I shouldn't, I should just ignore that black spot and, you know, the elephant in the corner, or you thought, no, nothing's, well, nothing's too, too good for this girl mm, to have? No,
2: because yeah. I think what, what I was reasonably practical about was saying, I'll start with the smaller things. And then I've worked my way up to the big stuff where I've really had to be braver. And, of course, you you do pick up skills along the way and confidence in what you're doing. And so right now, I mean, I'd be quite happy to rip my kitchen out myself and I wouldn't bat an eyelid at it. Yeah. You know, whereas when I first moved into the house, I'd be like, ooh, you you just, you do learn and you get used to it.
0: Sarah, you're inspirational. It uh, is an amazing journey and it's great to listen to, um, to find out how somebody in our community has done good with the place that they've bought and renovated.
1: And living happily ever after.
0: Satisfaction guaranteed. Look, (gasps) we're running out of time, so we're going to have to wrap this up in just a moment. We're going to have another track after the sponsor. Um, messages that we have. It's been great having you here tonight, Sarah.
2: Thank you for inviting me on, guys. It's been lovely.
0: It's been great having you. And Paul, please get well. We want you back panelling
1: next week so there's no kalunk. kalunk we, we love your work.
0: Bright and bushy-tailed.
2: Thanks for listening to another JOY podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, JOY. Help us keep JOY on air. Head to
3: joy.org.au.